0: Hey guys, my name is Robbie Rawls and I'm helping with the music team here at Riverwalk Church. We would like to thank you for being a part of this online campus with us and we hope that to be able to connect with you and to grow with you through your journey. If you have any prayer requests or anything that you want to talk with us at all, please reach out to us at riverwalkchurch.com. We would love to be able to talk with you. And again, I hope you enjoy the service. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm so glad that you're with us on this uh... Sunday morning service. If you're watching this today, if you're listening later in the the week or you're watching later on the week, happy new year. We're so excited that you're with us. I'm Steve Rhodes, lead pastor here at Riverwalk Church, and I hope that you have had an incredible Christmas season. I hope that the the word of the Lord that we spoke together, I hope it strengthened your heart through this Christmas season. I hope it encouraged you to have the best Christmas you could have. And I'm excited for what 2022 has in store for us. I believe this is going to be a wonderful year for you and your life. For us, you may notice this is our first Sunday morning service. We were showing these videos and we were having our in-person services at 5 p.m. on Sunday evenings, but now you get to watch this at 11 a.m. on Sunday morning to be a part of what we're doing, to be a part of the mission, vision, and calling of Riverwalk Church. And we want to thank you so much for being a part of this journey with us 2022 is going to be an incredible year because you're on a journey with your church family riverwalk church we're going to walk this journey together and this year we're going to focus on this new life that we have in christ this year we're going to value our relationships in our community And we're going to invest in ourselves. This year in 2022, your journey starts here and your journey starts now. Now with the new year, we we always find ourselves making resolutions and plans and we have hopes and dreams of what we want to accomplish, and how we are going to change in 2022, what we're going to do better, how we're going to invest in ourselves, love our community, reach people for the gospel, right? We have these dreams, but one thing that I've noticed about dreams is that not everyone gets as excited as we do, right? Sometimes you share your dreams, you share your aspirations, you share your hopes with people, and And they kind of become discouraging, right? They discourage you from reaching your potential. They discourage you from your dreams. Um, You have these big dreams, but the people around you may laugh at them, right? They may tell you they're impossible. They may tell you that they don't think you can do it. But this year, this year, I believe you're going to do it. I think out of the last two years that we've just come out of, I think that now we're more focused and more energized and more hopeful that this year is going to be an incredible year. And we're praying that with you. We're praying that for you. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, why don't you message us? And let us know what your plans are for 2022. Let us know the dreams that God has put in your heart that you want to accomplish. And let us be a part of that journey with you, praying with you, encouraging you, and connecting with you to make sure that you can accomplish everything that you set your mind to in 2022. Dreams have this incredible power uh, to scare us, right? To encourage us. Uh, At the same time... Our dreams have a way of souring the hearts of the people around us, right? They're not as excited. They mock at us. They laugh at us. They discourage us. But but today we're starting a new series called Hearts and Dreams. We're going to be talking about God-given dreams and how we can fulfill what God has put in our heart while the hearts around us may be soured. Why the hearts around us haven't cut the vision and they don't understand why we're doing what we're doing and how we can keep our hearts pure while we fulfill the dream that God has put in our hearts. So we're going to read a little bit of scripture. This is some lengthy reading through this whole series. We're going to be talking about the life of Joseph. But one thing that I do believe is that it's okay to read the Bible in church, right? So we're going to have a little bit of reading. Bear with me, read along with us, grab your Bibles, grab your iPhones, grab your iPads, get the scripture in front of you, and let's read this. Genesis 37, starting with verse 1, Jacob lived in the land where his father had stayed, the land of Canaan. This is the account of Jacob's family line. Joseph a young man of seventeen was tending his flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpha, his father's wives, and he brought their father a bad report about them. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons because he had been born to him in his old age, and he had an ornate robe for him, right? Joseph, the coat of many colors. His brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, and they hated him, and could not speak a kind word to him. Mm. Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were all binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly, my sheep arose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream. He had another dream. And he told his brothers, listen, he said, I had another dream. And at this time, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars were bowing down to me. When he told his father, all as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Now, listen, I understand that in the New Testament, Jesus says that a prophet will be without honor in his hometown. But man, his brothers wanted to kill him, not because of anything that he's done, but because of rather the dreams that he dreamed. He was sharing a dream that God gave him. And his brothers, with their hearts, they were soured and they couldn't uh, take that one day they could bow down to their brothers. They didn't believe that this was a dream from God. And I think that's something that we have to kind of keep in mind. When God gives us a God dream, not everyone's going to believe it's from God. But we have got to keep our hearts pure and humble And to carry that and keep that dream in front of us. Now, the scripture here says that he was so hated by his brothers that they couldn't even speak a kind word to him. And what's interesting about this is it said Joseph was about 17 years old, so it wasn't like these were kids. He was one of the youngest brothers and, and, and everyone else was much older than him, so it wasn't like these were kids. These were grown adults hating their brother because of the dream God gave them. Now, here lies the topic of hand. How do we keep a God dream alive and our hearts pure when the hearts around us are sour? When you are hated in what's supposed to be the most loving environment. Now, let's talk about this. What is a God dream? A God dream, God dreams are big, scary, audacious, daring dreams that I cannot fulfill on my own. A God dream is something that only God can perform in my life, and without Him, I can never see this God dream be fulfilled. I have to rely on on the power of the Holy Spirit to get me through to fulfill this dream. God's dreams have a way of igniting a passion in us while scaring us at the same time. That when we receive a dream from the Lord, whether it's our calling in life, whether it's God's, our purpose in life, whatever that may be, it's something that scares us and we say, listen, I can't ever do that. That is so much bigger and out of my realm of possibilities that I can accomplish that there's no way... I can do it. But, but something in us is ignited. And there's a passion that says that I can't do this on my own, but I'm going to try my best. Because I feel like this is what God is calling me to do. This is what I was created for. This is my purpose in life. And I can't do this without the hand of the Lord leading me. And it scares me, but it excites me at the same time. God dreams are confusing and far-sighted, right? I can see what God wants me to do, but I don't understand the path between here and there. Joseph saw the dream of his brothers bowing down before him. Uh, it showed a dream of his father and mother and brothers bowing down before him, but he didn't know what it was going to take to get there. He didn't understand the obstacles. He didn't know what was in store for him. He didn't know the years of what was in between receiving the dream and fulfilling the dream. But the one thing that I I, I would put money on that Joseph did know is that God was going to walk with him every bit of the way. That's the power of a God dream. I don't know how I'm going to fulfill it. I don't know how it's going to work in my life. But I know if God gave me the dream, God is going to lead me to the end. My dreams are big. My dreams are attainable. My dreams can be slightly daring, but most likely my dreams can be fulfilled in my own power. And that's the difference between a God dream... And my dream. I can do it without the Lord if it's my dream. If it's God's dream, there's no way that I can attain it, that I can fulfill it without the Lord. God dreams are big dreams that can only be achieved by a big God. God dreams have the power to humble us. That when we receive a God dream for our life, it humbles me Because I know it's not going to be in my power. It's not going to be in my strength. It's not going to be what I can do. But it humbles me to know that if this dream is ever going to be fulfilled, it's because the Lord who was on my side. Now, let's let's read the rest of this story. We're going to skip a few scriptures. but, But let's see what happens next. Because once again, when God gives you a dream, you may know where you're starting and where you're ending but you don't know what you're going to have to go through to get there. Verse 18 says, But they saw him in the distance, and before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. Here comes that dreamer, they said to each other. Come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns. And they saw uh, and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. Gotta love family. Wow. When Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. Don't shed any blood. Throw him into this cistern here in the wilderness, but but don't lay a hand on him. Reuben said this to rescue him from them and take him back to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornate robe that he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern, and the cistern was empty, there was no water in it. As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. The camels were loaded with spices, myrrh, and they were uh, on their way uh, down to Egypt to take them down to Egypt. Judas said to his brothers, What will we gain if we kill our brother and cover his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and lay not not our hands on him. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. His brothers agreed. So when the Midianite merchants came by, his brothers pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites who took him to Egypt. When Reuben returned to the cistern and saw that Joseph was not there, he tore his clothes. He went back to his brothers and said, The boy isn't there. Where can I turn now? Then they got Joseph's robe, slaughtered a goat, dipped it in the robe of blood, and and then took the ornate robe back to their father and said, We found this. Examine it. See whether it's your son's your son's robe. Wow. He recognized it and said, it is my son's robe. Some ferocious animal has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn into pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, and mourned for his son many days. And all of this, his sons and daughters came to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. No, he said, I will continue to mourn till I join my son in the grave. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph to Egypt to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. Wow. Let's just look at some of these scriptures and get an idea of the sour hearts that the brothers had toward Joseph. We see early on, they see him walking as he's coming to bring them food, take care of them in the field. They refer to him as, here comes the dreamer. Their hearts are so soured because of Joseph's dreams that they can't see Joseph past his dreams. They can't see, you know, they can't have this idea that one day Joseph may rule over them. They hated him so much because of a dream that Joseph didn't ask for. They hated him so much because God gave him a dream. He said, Here comes the dreamer, let's kill him. They said, let's kill him and see what comes of his dreams. They hated his dreams so much that they were willing to kill him. They hated their father so much that they would lie to their father because of Joseph's dreams. But God sent Reuben to stand up for Joseph. Yeah, they still sold him. Yeah, they still sent him away. They still lied to their father, lied to their mother. But God sent Reuben so that Joseph's dreams can be fulfilled. And listen, there are going to be times in your life, in your ministry, in your walk with the Lord, where things happen, people hurt you, people let you down. But I want you to know that God is going to send a Reuben to make sure That your dream is fulfilled because a God dream isn't accomplished or ended by the hands of man. God dreams are fulfilled because of the Lord. That he is going to do whatever needs to be done to make sure that you fulfill your dreams. And when they get down to actually talking to the father, they say, does this belong to your son? right? We, we, we heard this in, in several messages ago when we talked about the prodigal son. And, and when the prodigal son's brother came to talk to the dad, he referred to him as your son. They didn't want Joseph a part of the family anymore. They didn't want him apart because they said, hey, listen, if we kill him, we'll never have to bow down to him. If we kill him, we never have to worry about this dream being fulfilled. They hated their brother so much that they don't even refer to him as their brother, but your son. And how do we respond to people like this? And what's amazing is how the story ends. I'm not going to go into it right now because I don't want to ruin it for you. I want you to come back, right? I want you to be a part of this journey of this message together. But we see what happens when Joseph is reunited with his brother and how he responds to it. And the difference between how you and I or they would respond in this situation is a miracle. Because Joseph knew that the Lord was leading him to fulfill this dream. And he was humbled because it wasn't by his power and his strength and by his knowledge, but it was by the power of the Lord. And and as you go through difficulties and as we face these hardships, we understand that we're not in the perfect places. We may not be in the best situations, but God is leading us through. And the reason why we're going through what we're going through is so that God can get us ready to fulfill this dream. And we have to protect our hearts. And we can't let the sourness of the hearts of the people around us affect our hearts. We must stay humble and we must hold on to that God has given us this dream. At this time, you think it would have been a good reason that Joseph just throws up his hands and say, you know what? If this is what God wants for me, I don't want anything to do with it. If it involves me being sold as a slave to fulfill God's purpose, then, then maybe I don't want anything to do with this. But a little spoiler, Joseph doesn't let that happen. Joseph keeps the promise close to his heart. And as you go through difficult seasons and difficult situations, I want to encourage you to hold on to that dream. Keep it in front of you and let your heart be humbled that God is going to accomplish this in your life. We have to hold the truth that God gave us this dream. God will protect us through this dream. God will love us through this dream. God will bless us through this dream. God will push us until the dream is a reality. Listen, I'm holding to God until this dream is a reality. Come on, somebody. I'm holding on to God until my dream is my reality. And I don't know what 2022 will hold, but I know that God is leading me closer and closer and closer to this dream being fulfilled. And I have to trust him through the process. Through this process, my heart is pure. My heart is humble. My God is a big God that is leading me to live an audacious dream that the dream that God is calling me to live is a big dream. It's a scary dream. My calling that God has for me is big. It's intimidating, but yet it's uh, exciting. It's invigorating. It's calling me to be a better me, to be a better husband, a better pastor, right? It's calling me to be a better brother, a better sister, whatever you are saying to this morning. It's calling me to be bigger and better because it's an audacious dream that needs a big God to see it to come to pass. And I'm humbled, and I'm pure, and my heart is right because God is going to do this work in me. And we can't take our attention off of it. We can't let our attention be taken away by the people or the situations, or the struggles around us. We have got to keep the dream in front of us and to remember that if this God dream was given to me, then I could hold on to it and know that God is going to see me through. God is going to make the dream a reality. It may be far-sighted; I might see the ending. and I may not see the path in between it, but I trust God to see me through it. So what are your dreams for 2022? What is God calling you to do? What is the big dream, the big picture? What's the big calling? What's the thing that God is calling you to step out in faith to do in 2022? Hold on to that dream. And when you, uh, w- when you come in contact with people like Joseph did, who wanted to stop him, wanted to kill him, what did Joseph do? He dreamed another dream. So no matter what you went through in 2020, 2021, 2022, dream another dream. Keep it in front of you. Keep your heart pure. Keep humbled. And know that God is going to fulfill this dream in your life. I want to pray for you. Lord, we love you and we thank you, God, that God, on the other side of this camera, on the other side of this microphone, there's dreamers. God, there's dreamers who have big, audacious, scary, intimidating, life-giving, encouraging dreams. And God, you're calling them to dream again, to dream big that you are going to walk with them, and you're going to make their dreams a reality. There may be struggles, there may be uh, pains, there may be difficulties, but God, you are using those struggles to bring their dreams to reality. So God, today, we keep dreaming. We keep that dream in front of us. We keep our hearts pure. We keep our hearts humbled while the hearts around us may be sour. Because, God, you have a calling, you have a purpose on our life that only we can fulfill, and we can only fulfill it with you working through us. So, God, let Riverwalk Church be a church of dreamers. Let it be a church that that, that loves their community, that dreams with their community, and we walk in God-given dreams. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing at Riverwalk Church. We thank you for what you're doing in our community. And God, we truly believe 2022 is going to be an incredible year, no matter what happens. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, thank you so much for joining us today for our online campus. Uh, Please send us a message. Uh, Go to riverwalkchurch.com. Send us a message. Let us know what your dreams are for 2022. Let us know what God... What you feel that God is going to do in your life, and how we can help be a part of that journey. If you want to support Riverwalk Church and us being a church of dreamers this year, you could support us by giving there at riverwalkchurch.com. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, we want to be here to help support you uh, because your journey starts here and your journey starts now. We love you all so much. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that service. Thank you for joining us on our online campus. We hope to continue to connect with you each and every week. Again, if you have anything that you want to talk about, any prayer requests that you need, please feel free to reach out to us at riverwalkchurch.com. Again, thank you, guys. We love you.